Hello, and welcome to Superhuman Samurai Cyberpod, Season 2, Episode 3. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Who is the traitor? I'm David. Is this one of those, like, werewolf games? Like, who is the werewolf? I, I think this episode was written by Cliff Jumper. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe it was Among Us. Sus. Among Us? There's Among Us here? Galma is sus. <laughs> well, yes. So, uh, yes, today we are looking at the third episode of SSSS Dynazenon. What is a traitor? It, it's a it's a person who betrayed somebody. And uh, previously, question answered. Yes, previously on Dynazenon, we met our what appeared to be our series villains, the Kaiju eugenicists, fresh from a party at the yacht club. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, so those outfits. They look uh they look very high class. I I kinda wish that they all had like tracks voices. Oh they should. Or preppy voices, eh maybe. Oh uh, what's uh, what's Whoa. with this giant robot here, Muffy? <laughs> one also one of them should be named Muffy. Yes. Uh what is the girl named? Uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 I cannot remember what it is, but I definitely remember it is not Muffy. Mujina, no. according to the list I have pulled up on Wikipedia already. Well, I guess Muffy could be for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the, uh, that's the Japanese equivalent of Muffy. Yes. So these, yeah, they, they introduce themselves and it's basically, oh yeah, uh, hello, we're, uh, we're, we're the kaiju eugenicists and we'll be your villains for the, uh, for the remainder of the series. How's it going? Pretty much, pretty much. And we, we mostly only get to know two of them. So far. Y- yes, I mean, so far. Uh, there is, uh, Yuga, or is it Juga? Uh, Juga. Juga, who is like the, he's the guy with the glasses, he's very chill. Yes. Well, the, the, all except for one of them are chill. Well, yeah, I mean, the other one, <laughs> the other two, we, and then there is, uh, Onija, who is basically a, uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh villain. <laughs> yeah, well, He's, he's a very angry, shouty villain from any number of series. Like, th- there's at least three of him in the Bleach series. I would say the other two are chill in a sort of bored sense. Yeah, whereas, it's like, uh, are we are we done yet, guys? Do we have whereas to be here? Juga is more just chill, but also invested in what's going on. <laughs> and, and it's surprisingly, Onija is like a shouting Oni with bright pink, red, magenta hair. He's got kind of like a floppy undercut, sort of. It's yeah. It's very anime hair. Yes. Yeah. Which also makes uh, him seem like a Yu-Gi-Oh villain. Hmm. Yes. It's probably slightly more uh, actually ruled by the laws of physics than, like, Goku hair. But yeah, I mean, this is hair that, like, somebody could theoretically have. But it would take yeah. a lot of product to get it to behave in quite this way. Yes. As a, yeah, they're, uh, they they explain, and I kind of have an issue with this episode, and that is that everybody is constantly talking in circles. It's, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes so long for anybody to get a single point across. Maybe that's intentional. Maybe that's it's a thematic thing about people not communicating well. Hmm. Or maybe it's not. This is possible. Kind of, but it's also... Well, the problem is, for the most part, Gridman was very direct with its talking most of the time. Yes. Like, like it was refreshing that this was a school set, in, a high school age kid show, and... Most of the thing wasn't about people not talking to each other about what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. No, most of the time they were talking to each other. Look, if if characters would just, like, come out and tell each other how they felt about things, you wouldn't have half the shows that are on in Japan. <laughs> well, no, but, but you could still do that with withholding other bits of information, like the, the fact that she lived next door. <laughs> No, we will withhold our feelings. No. no. Specifically. Yeah, we, 
So we get the you know the the basic rundown. Uh, our uh, our pal Gauma used to be one of these guys, but he betrayed them, and there's a whole. It becomes a whole big thing as to oh you know why are these guys calling him uh, a traitor? Well, I mean you know he's a good guy. Currently, they are bad guys. Clearly, he betrayed them by becoming a good guy. It's not that complicated, people. Yeah, it, it does it, seem it like does seem like they're dense. I know. Yeah. I mean, it, especially after last episode where they spent all this time going through the destroyed sections of town. I mean, obviously, these guys are bad guys. So if another character is in opposition to them, he's probably a good guy in some fashion. But, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of, uh, soul searching going on that could, you know, Let's be reasonable about this, guys. Yeah, I, I kind of the- feel like Yamogi is maybe not always as reasonable about these things as you would like your protagonist to be. Yeah, he's yeah. just kind of being a dope here. Yeah. I mean, these guys call themselves eugenicists. They dress like Scientology's Sea Org. They're probably <laughs> the bad guys. Yeah. They're, and they're controlling these monsters that have been destroying neighborhoods. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, uh, probably not great. They probably don't have a good reason to be doing that. I mean, what, what more do you need? Do they need to, to eat a kitten right in front of you? Maybe. Eat this kitten. <laughs> uh, I'm so jealous of Americans. I think, is it, is it Hulu that, uh, the, the tick cartoon is up on now? <gasps> is it? It is. Oh, it's, a, it's either man. Hulu or HBO Max, but it's something we don't get in Canada. Oh, mm. oh, I should. I, I have to look into that. They're they're also showing it on that tsunami aftermath Ooh. thing that I watch on Saturdays and Sunday mornings. If you stick so, around long enough, you get to see Gal Gygar. Mm. So yeah, they basically just say, well, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be uh, meeting each other each and every episode. So, uh, you know, see you guys later. Yeah, we'll, huh. we'll run into you again, new villains. Yeah, so later we uh, we cut to our heroes. Um, our uh, what is her name? I can never remember everybody's name. Still, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, because last series we had a short form of Transformers names. Where in this series they're based off of Microman characters or something. Uh, and, and that's why we have I to have remember to, their Japanese names. That's why I've already got Wikipedia pulled up. So, yeah, so, 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 yeah, she's all, you know, hey, you know, they're asking her, you know, don't you also have to go to school? And she's like, you know, school, whatever. Just going to be like my yeah. cousin who also doesn't go to school. She says basically a dropout. Yes. To which he uh, says, no, he did go to school. He dropped out after school. Yes. Well, he said, yeah, he said he went to middle school. I yeah. will note that in America, oh, you're not school? allowed oh. to drop out of middle school. Okay. No. I, I watched the dub again, so uh, I think. I, I too watched the dub. It, I, I think he just he went to school. Well, I I watched the sub. Okay, so maybe it was. I watched school. the sub, and he specifically said that he went to middle school, but also in a way that implied that she is in middle school. So, hmm. yes, he's he's saying that he at least didn't drop out as early as she is dropping out. Mm-hmm. They don't actually use the the, uh, the term drop out in the dubs. I'm just. Or in the uh, subtitles. I'm just picking up on that because that's what this is. She's a dropout. Also, Yomogi... (laughs) So they're... they're, Yomogi is practicing. And specifically, he's trying to stand up properly in, in his part of the robot. And having some trouble, like, balancing. And that just made me think that he really... Having the bipedal one versus the tank or the submarine or the jet really seems unfair. That is the short straw. <laughs> yes. Because that's got to be a lot harder to control. Yeah. 
Like, maybe, maybe you should have given him the boat. Anyway, mm. she says a dropout. Yeah. She wants to, she aspires to someday be like her older unemployed cousin. Yes. She is a delinquent. Yeah, so we, uh, we cut, we cut back to, uh, cut back to school. Um, one, once more, Yume is angsting out about her, uh, deceased sister, who, uh, who was a member of choir, or sorry, chorus, which I guess is like the choir, it's singing. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's singing. I think choir in the U.S. at least has more religious undertones. Has more religious implications, whereas Mm. chorus is more like just what you'd be doing at public school. Yes. So, and so, so she decides to talk to the guy, the Kevin Smith-esque guy who used to be in charge of chorus. He has very, very strong high school music teacher vibes. Yes. He is very Kevin Smith-esque. It is... This guy is probably at least a little high at all times. (laughs) Yeah. In in the dub, he's very (coughs) dry. Definitely the the way that his his dialogue is delivered in, in the Japanese audio, you can... You know, even if you don't understand the words, you can tell that his tone is like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. He, he's, he's just there filling a, a position, sitting in a room by himself. He's yeah, probably he's... enthusiastic about it and also marijuana. But... Yeah, just uh, says, well, you know, I, your sister seemed uh, totally normal and I didn't know her that well, but uh, why don't you talk to this other girl who probably knew her better? And that's so about as far lead. as we get with that plot for this week. Yes. Yeah, it, it does feel like this is like a murder mystery chain of investigation that's slowly pay, playing out as a C plot. Yes. Well, not actually murder investigation, but it, it's like that old detective mm-hmm. style thing. Not quite Columbo, because we don't know who did it. No. But we, we do find out that, uh, you know, she was, uh, Yume was never invited to her sister's recitals, but she was invited to the one that she never made it to. Uh-huh. And uh, dun, she'll dun, never dun. know why. Aww. It's, uh, it's I mean, rough. is there, I mean, I guess that my question is, are we, do, you th- do we think she's just pursuing this because she's, she just wants to know more and she's an angsty teenager. She pursuing this because she thinks it might have been suicide or she thinks it might have been murder or she's doesn't isn't satisfied with the answer of it being an accident. I, I don't think it's going to tie into the main plot. I wouldn't think so, but who knows? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not uh, anime adept, so it is possible <laughs> That it, uh, that it is going to be like a key plot element, but we will see. Hmm. It turns out her older sister was actually Akane. <laughs> dun dun dun! Mm. Like, like what, in, in the first episode, I figured, oh, her sister was killed by Akane a couple of years ago. Mm. But maybe that's not what happened because that would be a weird way to tie it to the other series. Well, especially since she didn't kill people in real life. Well, and I guess we, no, but her kaiju yeah, did. Did anybody ever end up actually dying in those, or did they just end up getting wiped from existence? Oh yeah, that's the thing. Did anyone ever? So she wouldn't remember when, her when they fixed the world. Did people's memories of the people that are gone come back? Mm. Then again, well, no, no. Um, Psykill girl, it was like. She was wiped from current existence like she died years ago. Right. I think. Mm-hmm. That was how it went. Oh, yeah. that yeah, I think that does sound right. So, ah. So, yeah. So, later he's hanging out with his friends, and they're, you know, they're, they're all abuzz about the kaiju attacks, which, I, get, I mean, I, at least somebody's sort of interested in this, but I don't think that I'd be able to do anything if giant monsters were real. I'm just going to need, like, a year to process that. What? <laughs> If they were if they were real in the same town you're in, and you can walk by the buildings that were smashed, yeah, that would I be like, an issue. I like when they're looking at the posts on social media, and there are all the hashtags, and there's like <laughs> hashtag battle. I mean, you know, the, the hashtag thing is neat, but it's like that it's in the same city is like that's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I think we've learned over the last year and a half that people are pretty insistent about acting like nothing is actually wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But it does seem weird. And uh, it's at this point that uh, that the kaiju eugenicist uh, Juga walks up and just says, Hey, uh, you, uh, you want to uh, talk for a bit? Yeah, well, everybody's pretty much okay Do with this. Do you have a uh, moment to talk? Well, yeah. Yamogi is hanging out with his friends on the roof of the school. Just, just, Eugenesis just walks over. Hey, how are you doing? Still in his yachting club outfit. Yeah, uh, so hey, and I assume the next day everybody's all, so hey, what's with your, uh, your friend, uh, the rear admiral there? <laughs> just comes up like, do you have a moment to talk about our lord and savior, Godzilla? <laughs> He just, it, it, he has a very, like, culty feel there, and, and the, do you have a moment to talk? Like, And, and speaking yeah. of Scientology, it turns out that the kaiju eugenicists all lived 5,000 years ago, and then, yeah. then died and were reborn in this era. Yes. Somehow, were they reborn at their current age? Did they start out as babies and they had to re-sew their coats they had 500 years, 5,000 years ago? What? I mean, 5,000 years ago, nobody dressed like Admiral Akbar no. like these people. Well, no. But that's, that's, well, we don't know. We haven't gotten to any flashbacks of the past. Maybe they were still dressed like this and they were like ancient alien nonsense or some shit. I, I guess Although, this is like since this is apparently, I would guess the same world from the last series. There was no world five thousand years ago. What question mark? What the fuck. I feel like there needs to be a question mark there. Yes, I don't really know much about Japanese prehistory. Like, did, but yeah, that's that's going back pretty far. Did Akane's mind just take over a pre-existing world that had been wiped out? I mean, do we know that this is the same world? This I, could just be totally unconnected. Look, look, look at the GIF I posted of screenshots that show the same background from this show and the previous show. That could just mean that it's based on the okay, same. Okay, but is that is that a reference, or are they just cheap? Well, no, because some of them are recolored. Like, there's something's okay. changed, the bits of the sign, or, or the, the stacked up boxes in the background are, are different mm. color. So they've it altered could them be- slightly. It's it's just a different instance of the same world. Possibly. I mean, it's not... I don't think it would be the real world that Akane went back to, or this would be live action. <laughs> so presumably this is her dream inner space world that, that Kilo, or, um, Alexis Carob helped her make, So it, 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 which became a real world at the end of the last series. So I'm guessing it's a continuation of that world, which would mean there was no 5,000 years ago, unless there was, because maybe Alexis Carob just took her mind to a dead planet. Mm. I, I hope know. that all this is answered at some point. I would yes. hope so, but I just thought about that just now, like, not while I was watching the episodes. Like, wait a minute, how was there 5,000 years ago? Like, wait a minute. So we cut now to Koyomi, who runs into uh, Yamogi's boss on the street, and I guess they went to school together... Yes. And uh, he knew her from when she was a teenage vandal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like her. I like her a lot. And then, oh, the awkwardness of the conversation that follows. This is me running into anybody I know. I yeah. like that she asks him if he has a job. And he's like, <laughs> kind of, I help people in need. It's, you, you don't have a job, buddy. You got recruited to pilot a robot. That's not the same as having a Listen, job. as far as she cares, just tell her you have a job. Well, yeah, yes. it's like running into someone from high school you haven't talked to in forever, uh, uh, and you don't want to explain... I mean, that's literally what this is. ...every yes. detail about your where your life is currently, so you just oh, kind I'm, of... Oh, you're married now? That's great. I'm uh, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got kids now? Great. I'm, again, podcast. Yes. Yeah, but... And it turns out, like, she was married, was married, apparently. It, I don't, it's not made clear in the dub that she's divorced or something, but it does she sound just like it's- she's not, it, it sounds like, oh, I was married, but not now. But she doesn't come out and say that. Yeah, she says she, says she got married, and then when he, he says something, he's about, like, congratulations. Uh, he says congratulations, and she's like, it's too late for congratulations. Ah. And it's also too late for apologies. I think in the sub, it's something like it's a little late for that. Mm. But, but yes. 
So, yeah, definitely one way or another, it sounds like she is not currently married. I feel like she could probably, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. We don't know her that well, except in knowing that she threw a rock at a window when she was in middle school. Uh, but I feel like he could probably, or, uh, I feel like she could probably do better. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's a slacker who wears flip flops everywhere and has like a bowl cut from the seventies. So, and he, wait, how? Oh, he was thirty-three. Okay, so she's presumably the same age. I remember looking that up last time, and it's like, wow, he's older than I thought. And, and it's still, wow, he's older than I thought. Yes. So, yay! A little backstory on this random side character. I'm a fan. And then she, there's a, there's a kind of a clever bit when uh, she. Asks you know, Yamogi why he didn't show up at work the other day, and he's like, "Well, you know, I was helping people out," and she's wondering yeah. if that was like a trend. Yes, because <laughs> two people said it to her in the same day. Two people who know each other. Oh, and at, at the end of the conversation, when when she leaves and he gets her phone number, Chise just appears. Yes. I mean, she clearly has nothing else to do except follow yep. him around. Well, considering yes. that she's truant. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and she was questioning him. Oh, is it your old girlfriend? No, we never dated. Oh, but you like her, and you still like her. No. Oh, so it is like that. <laughs> and and so he, he relates to the group what he found out about the, you know, the 5,000 years. And again, people are just repeating it to him, like, oh, 5,000 years. After 5,000 years, I'm free! <laughs> oh, yeah, th- they're outside of the 721... <laughs> Again, which is back from Gridman, because uh, my favorite Ult- Ultraman Seven Twenty One was a character in what was it Neo or something? It, it was a direct to DVD only Ultraman series that I have not seen. Uh-huh. But Ultra Seven Twenty One was a character in there, and this is a play on Seven Eleven because there was Seven Twenty One, and it's it's cute. I like it. Yes. It is. I I like that about like I like Starbos, which I'm a big fan of. Oh yeah, Starbos is way better because Starbos is. Such I want a that on T-shirt. Good logo. Yeah, I know. Well, we could probably get it on a bootleg T-shirt really easy. Even though it kind of just looks like a Zaku. Well, yeah, because presumably that's what the design was in another directed uh, video Tokusatsu thing that is really obscure. Yes, because I think it's only like three episodes, and th- that star, that robot design, I think only shows up in one episode. So yeah, they're hanging around outside a convenience store at night, uh, giving off super delinquent vibes. Really? Uh, I mean, this, speaking of Kevin Smith, this seems like a yes. It seems like a very normal Jersey thing. And admittedly, when I was in Japan, it's the same shit I did. Oh, there's nothing to do right now. It's late at night. Let's go to the 7-Eleven or equivalent. I mean, yeah, uh, that's what I did of- as well if no one had money to go to Denny's. Uh, but still, I mean, oh, I didn't hang around with the best people. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, they they have a little... You know, they, they do call that out talking about, like, did we have to meet so late? Someone's going to call, like, Child Protective Services or Child Protection or, or whatever it was, uh, the specific term. And, and one of them's like, we have an adult with us and, uh, it takes the adult a minute to realize that they're talking about him. <laughs> it's like, oh, me? Oh, and, and the two of them, Yamogi and, and, Oh, what the crap's your name? Bad with names. They say something you back may. to you. May they say something back to him at the same time, and I couldn't catch it despite rewinding. It's unemployed. If it's oh. the same thing as okay. uh, as in the sub, they, they, they were both saying it under their breath, and I didn't want to turn the subs on. That's that's because what they were saying was unemployed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sympathize with him so much. Poor Koyomi. He just wants to not have a job and be left alone. (laughs) And uh, so they they decide they are going to go see uh, Galma underneath uh, the bridge he lives, like a common troll. (laughs) He's got a couple, like, tarps 
there's just this part of the bridge that's like kind of opened up. So he's got a tarp over it and I guess he's got some kind of lights in there. Uh, and he was, hung- we had a brief uh, cut to him a little earlier where he's saying that he's hungry. Hmm. Uh, so he, someone needs to come give him a special dog, uh, but he could not get a special dog. No, instead, uh, he's just going to have to settle for, you know, the next best thing, live crabs. <laughs> live crabs that are living in the river that's under the overpass that he lives in, just walking around and eating the crab shell and all. I I don't know about you. Oh, I, no. Crabs. <laughs> yes, crabs. I can't eat crab shell. I love crab so much, but the shell, how do people eat that? It, it's hard. And then rubbery at the same time. I mean, I think I could probably eat that if the crabs weren't alive at the time I was eating them. And crawling, yeah. <laughs> like, you cook the crab first. He he missed that part. Or at least hit it Do with a think- rock or something. Do you think the, uh, I mean, obviously this, this couldn't possibly be the case because look at them, but do you think the other kaiju eugenicists are this bad at being people? No, these get, I mean. They don't seem like. Onija, it. yes. Well, okay, maybe Onija, but the rest of them seem a lot more, uh, together and capable of basic hmm. survival skills. Listen, right now those guys are having, like, Screwdrivers and shrimp cocktail. No doubt about yes. it. Yes. Those shrimp have been cooked. That's right. <laughs> Weird little underpass house. And uh, everybody else is about as unsettled with this as we are. Huh. Oh, and, but, but it turns out, but Galma has to leave after a little conversation and confirming, yeah, I didn't know those guys 5,000 years ago. I gotta go I, to my job. Yeah, yeah. So, I so, so I, you know, so I was alive five thousand years ago, and he he just can't understand why anybody would ever think this is a big deal. Like, I don't know, man. Weren't you like alive sometime before? No, I was actually born after the birth of Christ. Maybe explain this. <laughs> Sorry, he can't explain this. He has to go to work. <laughs> And yeah, and he says, "Yeah, gotta eat." Although, again, he's eating crabs that he presumably got for free by scooping yes. them out of the river. Yeah, well, I mean, presumably he hasn't gotten paid yet. It, it takes you a week or two to to actually get a paycheck. Which, which does beg the question: Is like, how long has he been around? Did, did he just literally pop into existence like a week ago? It does kind of seem that way. Like you have. I mean, even in, like, other... Like, thinking about Sailor Moon, where they're all, like, resurrected from some ancient previous thing. Or possibly the future, it's kind of... It's it's kind of hazy. But, uh, they're, they're like, you know, had normal childhoods, and, I mean, not not Sailor Saturn. She did not have a normal childhood. Most of them had... The rest of them had, like, normal... Normal human childhoods, uh, oh. but and you know are capable of basic life skills, uh, but but no, he seems to have just been like fully formed, just come into existence, not knowing how to fend for himself. Yeah, part of me hopes they never explain that, and another part of me hopes they do. Like, did they just pop into existence? Did their minds transfer from 5,000 years ago into new bodies, or what the hell? Yeah. Maybe it is a slow... Like, it. it's not a, a suddenly they're just here as adults, but it was just... So much for him when he realized that he just went totally crazy. <laughs> well, that might explain it. He, but he, but he did not handle it well. And yet he has a job. He's got as, a, he, as like he a got traffic a uh, signal guy. Which is kind of the short form for very cheap, easy to get job in Japan. Like foreigners seem to get it a lot of things or, or just idiots. I seem I I thought it looked like road construction. Yeah, but yeah. I guess it could be like. Well, yeah, but he's not in construction. He's just guiding traffic around right. the construction. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's just holding the sign, saying "slow." Well, presumably he doesn't have any references or <laughs> no. 
an address. <laughs> an ID. Uh, what he does have are probably pockets full of live crabs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he crabs. does now. <laughs> now that he's stuffed his pockets full of live crabs. He's just talking to them with, like, a claw hanging out of his mouth. It's hmm. it's pretty great and also distressing. I love him. He's the best character. <laughs> best anime character 2021. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. So we cut now to our kaiju eugenicists who are in Chiba. I, I don't really know where Chiba is. It, it's a different prefecture, but I forget where it is myself. I think it's uh, Apparently north. it is in the greater Tokyo area, but uh, also R.I.P. Sunny Chiba. Oh, yeah. But it is real. Yes, it's, it's a real it's place. A, it's yes, real, it is a real place. It, yeah. it has, has a page on Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> That's how you know it's real. That is how I know it's real. And uh, they... Uh, specifically, oh, it is the crazy Yu-Gi-Oh villain guy who would, decides to control this week's monster, which is, it's kind of like if a Tronosaurus Rex was really stubby and it didn't have any arms, and also there was a big death ray on its back. Yes. And it was rainbow colored. Yes. It's so pretty. Yeah. But, but again, it's, it's a monster designed to look like a guy in a suit. So it's got big legs and it's got a big mouth that a guy inside could operate with his arms. Because it has no arms, so he's got to be doing something with those arms. And it, it, but it's not specifically a reference to anything else? I don't think... Uh, they're they're fuzzier this season. There may be references that are specific, but it might be Microman shit, so who knows? Plus, they're all, okay. all the monsters so far are like rainbow-colored. like Except for the first one that was sort of like Snapdragon-colored. I, I don't know about the rest of these. They could be anything. They they do. They're basically they're colored like the year nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, they're very. They, they could be G two Transformers, but they're also very like just hyper colors. Yes, they're they're vapor waved color. And colors. it is again. And once we we get to the battle, we'll get that very striking. Uh, contrast between and all the characters are those kinds of colors. I, I talked in the earlier episodes about the the palette for this show and how it's just this amazing vibrant colors, but you still have Dinazenon itself is that extremely like what I think of as brave colors <laughs> as the the white which we talked about way back when we did Zone for Patreon. Yes. Uh, how sudden, you know, at that point with Transformers, because Takara was sort of moving in that direction. You have Star Saber being just very red and white with some blue, and and Dina Xenon is that same kind of very that that palette versus this more vibrant vapor wavy palette. And it definitely is is very distinct and feels very deliberate. Okay, um, word of warning. On the Gridman, uh -oh. or the, the Ultraman wiki, do not look on Galma's page. Okay. Because... I may have made that mistake, but I'm not saying anything. <laughs> the, I'm is, pretending I have forgotten that I made that mistake. There is a thing that he will be referenced to, apparently, that is confusing to me. <laughs> but maybe it'll actually come up in the show and it didn't just so, show up in ancillary material because it is weird. I mean, it, it explains the shirt. It does, <laughs> but it's weird. It, it is weird. Is it a binder? No. no. Oh, we're we're not okay. going to tell you because... Okay, then. Hopefully we'll get there eventually or I'll reveal it in the last episode if I remember. But I don't think I'm going to forget this. I mean, yeah. that's a twist that I would yeah. be interested in. <laughs> but How are we doing that one? A different one. Hmm. Uh, so he is Bernadon. Yes, Bernadon. Bernadon. It's, it's a good, stupid name. It's very kind of like uh, Firecon proportioned. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, he kind of looks like the Generation Two Firecons, not even the the European ones. Now that you mentioned, oh. yeah. Oh. I, I do as a as a brief uh side note, a, a little diversion here. Uh I picked up the book 
the the toys that time forgot volume two because it had a, a chunk on inhumanoids. Uh, and one of the things about gag oil in, in humanoids that's so weird is that it doesn't have any arms. Mm-hmm. So there's this point where it's like trying to, you know, it's eating stuff by holding it with its feet. Apparently the arms got costed out in the <laughs> prototype stage, <laughs> which managed to make it just like a hundred times weirder. Uh, and, and this has that same kind of like, it should really have arms energy. Oh wow! Okay. I'm assuming that the arms were not costed out in the prototype stage for a toy that was then never actually produced. Yeah, uh, apparently there are more Gridman monsters from a tie-in novel to the first series. Ooh, that's cool. Which which will probably how many never of them hit. are vaginas? Um, none of them. <laughs> Two of them are starfish who merge together. And there's a bat thing, and then I think they merge with a fourth monster. I think. Ooh, I like bad things. Hmm. So still just the one that's a vagina. Uh, <laughs> sure. Sure. Remember that oh, one right. towards the, the end? one, yes. Yes. Oh, it was I, strongly vaginal. Yeah, I, I, yes. I, I, I did kind of forget that one. How could you? How could you forget that? I will never... Never forget. Well, because if, if I forget about like it's it's vaguely Metatron, Sajin shaped, a Metatron alien, which sort of has a bean shaped head. It's just it doesn't have the slash in the front with the, the gaping <laughs> maw thing. Yeah, it's my favorite. I want a I want a vinyl toy of that. I think they did make a vinyl toy of that one. And then I want to try to date. <laughs> get away with that when you're a lesbian. So they, uh, they, they're at school and they find out that, you know, the uh, uh, Chiba is being attacked and Yumei goes, well, you know, we're, it's the middle of the school day, we can't go, but Yumei is all, correction, school is actually fake. We can go whenever we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's basically breaks down like, oh, well, after this we have like gym and homeroom and not important classes. We can absolutely skip those. And he's like, fine. She talks him into it. And so they are off, but they cannot, they can barely touch this thing due to the extreme burnination going on from this thing. So they, they. Head beam starts popping off these little, like, bursts. Causes fireworks, like, like little sparkles fade out from it and then just giant explosions happen. It's not quite as fiery as I expected from a guy named Bernadon. Yeah, no. Well, that's I can I can see that you would think it would have more like actually breathing fire. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, looking up Gridman vinyl has gotten me an eBay listing for the original Hyper Agent Gridman soundtrack on vinyl. Ooh. So, so that's the thing that you could have. It's very pretty. It's picture disc. Camera. Oh, speaking of which, uh, uh, I have my Gridman DVD set, or is it Blu-ray? Yeah, I guess it's Blu-ray set. For the old, the old Tokusatsu Man in Suit series, which I haven't actually started watching yet. Maybe by next time we record, we record. Maybe. All right. So they are they are having trouble fighting it. They need to combine, but they can't combine until they align their feelings. Yes, they they well, need to align their hearts, and, and they cannot do so because Galma is just keeping them in the dark about what's going on and. You know, he's very insistent that, you know, this isn't important. And also, we're fighting a monster right now. We can't do this right now. But they're like, no, 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 no. Episode's almost over. You gotta give him something. <laughs> we we need to, to get it all out. Also, when they show up, this particular kaiju is in, like, some kind of facility, like, rice like a power line. Yeah, well, it's near, well, power, near power lines. I think these are rice fields, maybe? I think those are rice paddies. The important they're all, like, thing is, it's near fields. power lines, and they play some Godzilla music. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, it's a little bit of Godzilla, and then it kicks into metal. Oh, the music in this is fun. Yeah, but it, it just seemed like a very, like, intentional reference to, you know, original Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And so so finally, he's all, okay, listen, uh, I, I defected because of a woman. Are you happy now? <laughs> it's it's really good, because it's like pulling teeth with this guy. Mm. Doing this whole dramatic thing, like, 
And and again, I I went with the subs. But he's doing this whole dramatic thing about how I I'm doing this so I can find the person who entrusted me with Dinah Xenon, and it's all very dramatic. And one of them is like, I, I maybe you may is like, is this other person a guy? <laughs> and he's like, a woman. They're like, oh, ah. <laughs> it's just that sort of like, oh, of course. So it's it was very, very dramatic. So yeah, and can- everyone else was not especially like surprised or impressed. They combine and there's this angelic chanting. Uh, but they yes. understand. No, no, it, it's not so much a chanting; it's a chorus ah. singing "Dying Xenon." I don't know if that's an intentional thing. But it, it, that was the, the connection that made it happen in my mind. It's like, oh, chorus singing. Ah. It was good. It, I, I really liked it. <laughs> the, the choral. It, it's yes. very dramatic. Yes. I like it when stuff like this goes hard, and that <laughs> went very hard. Yeah. So they're all, ah, you know, we can't stop this guy because of all the burninating. But where yes. does where does fire not burn? Space! Also, also the one place that uh, capitalism hasn't corrupted. Yes, I also, I also thought of that. Is that they they decide to defeat it? They must take it to the one place capitalism hasn't corrupted. Space. <laughs> so they, uh, yeah, they uh, they just fly this thing into orbit, blow it up. But oh no, the head is still alive. It's like a little Pac Man guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's really disturbing. And so they they it chop really it with their own mouth, and it's kind of messed up. Yeah, they they take the time to transform to the dragon mode of Dinozenon in space just to bite the head of this thing that's flying at them. And yes. then and then the rest of the yacht club pieces out, and uh, this other guy just gets incinerated by the falling debris from his robot. Yes, Oni jump. Part of meteoritic debris of this monster comes crashing down. Everybody else just walks away from the the, the electrical tower they're standing on, but it crashes I, on Oni jump. Yeah, well, good luck I with that, buddy. I was reminded of the uh, that one Rescue Bots episode where they they're on the like space station. Just the very targeted debris. Yes. Like, that's, that seems implausible. Where well, is yes. it's but more, okay. It's more plausible in this that includes a giant, a giant mechanical dragon exploding a kaiju in low earth orbit. Yes. Once you're already there, then yes, then you can continue on in your suspension of disbelief. Hmm. There only seems to be a vinyl toy that I can find of that thing when it had the, like, big other dumb monster covering it before it tore out of that and was a vagina. Right, it was kind of like a vagina pretender. Yeah, I I think there, well, maybe it may have been like a hobby-made, more expensive one, I think. Actually, no, I think I found it. I I think I found it on Hobby Link Japan. Yeah, I I don't remember if it was official, but I'm pretty sure it existed. Anyway, sorry. And that's that's pretty much the episode. There were you know we're hanging around in wait in uh, zero G for a little while. There's some pretty cool weightlessness animation. Yeah. And then we uh, cut to our dude who's just uh, our uh, our villain who's just uh, waking up in the uh, in this field. He's like, oh, I can't believe I'm alive. <laughs> and yeah. that's pretty much it. That's it. End of episode. Galma's doing yeah. his laundry. So I guess these guys are immortal, like they've already died 5,000 years ago, so they can no longer die. Or maybe it didn't land on him, land on him? It, I, I mean, or, we I saw mean, that animation. He looked like he was about to be incinerated. Although well, his, yeah, his sailor suit's yeah. all messed up. They may just be impervious to certain things. I don't know. Or maybe they died, fi- maybe they're like high. maybe they're like Highlanders. Maybe. Maybe. So you can only kill them in a very specific way, and his head was not severed or whatever. (laughs) I mean, they kind of dress like they're in Highlander. Yeah, kind of. It feels like any one of them could just pull out a sword at any moment. Oh, yeah, they should really have, like, weapons or something. But then, 
Maybe they just did. Well, considering a guy walked up to school and just talked to him, I guess they don't have weapons. Or they would have used them by now. Well, I don't know. You'd think his epaulets would have set off the metal detectors. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that is uh, that is Dinazenon, episode three. What is a traitor? And I guess we all know what a traitor is now. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. And uh, we also know that you can uh, eat living crabs if you are a weird uh, bridge hobo. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. eat living crabs if you try hard enough. It also reminds me of a I mean, pretty good SNL bit from several years ago with uh, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, which you, you linked in the chat and I yes, watched. I and like half the first half of it is it just keeps going slowly going and going. So it's an SNL skit, is what you're saying. Well, yes. Yes. There's a good punchline at the end, but it's it's a long trip to get there. I mean, I think I'm I, I'm mostly recommending it for uh, the way Zoe Deschanel uses a southern accent to pronounce crab with, I'm going to say, about three syllables. <laughs> yeah. Crab. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that is the episode. It uh, I, I liked it better as it went along, but there's a lot of, please... Just tell people what's going on. You're killing me. And for no reason. It's kind of a treading water episode, which is really unfortunate because, like, usually episode three in a lot of anime is, oh, this is the turning point. Oh, this is where a character gets her head bitten off or something. (laughs) You know, that part. It's a very important part. It's usually where the first act twist is, but this is just, oh, continuation. So, it was okay. All right, so I believe that about does it for this time. We'll be back uh, in. We'll be back next week with more rescue bots, and we'll be back in a month with a more superhuman samurai cyber pod. But until then, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Twitter, we are on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other expenses. Is Iacon Underground? I'm sorry, Patreon words. I'm getting distracted by kittens. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Iacon Underground. Uh, for September, we're gonna figure it out. It's it's both yes. mine and Rob's birthdays, uh, so we we might have to fight out who gets the birthday choice, uh, and also whether we want to do more Inhumanoids or wait and actually do an entire Inhumanoids podcast after this. So, uh, all, all possible options. Uh, I, I and, think I, I may I w- have run out of terrible things to, to make people watch. Oh, man. And, and why don't you let us know, uh, viewers we should, or I sh- listeners? I should, uh, insist that we watch some Evangelion. Oh. <laughs> uh, I've no. never seen it. Oh, you should. It's amazing. I have never seen a second of it. <laughs> Shit. I mean, that makes I've, me seen, wanna, I've seen the intro. It's genuinely like an actual work of great creative merit. Like, as someone time, who has dealt a lot with mental health issues, it it really means a lot to me as as a work. But at the same time, it, like at least the original TV series is kind of a slog that gets really. The, the animation budget stretched thin points. I think stuff really like that is thin. fun. <laughs> I mean, at some points they do use it to their advantage of the medium and as expressed through the depression of the director. Yeah, it's definitely like it, it's something I I mean, we're not going to do the entire original series. I was thinking if we did anything. Oh God, I no. guess if we wanted to do one of those hilarious like jumping in with no one knowing what's going on things, we could go straight to the last movie, uh, which I haven't watched as of now because I'm watching the other three again first because, like, the third one I only Wait. really watched once. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh. Yes. Oh, well, I think Prime. there's a new dub of the original series oh, that's right. on Netflix, that's, that's and then the movies are on Amazon Prime. Yes. Uh, we don't want to watch the new dub, because the new dub is bad. Amazon Prime got the original dub cast back yes. to apparently redo it. Also, well, yeah, for the movies, but but also the original series is being released with the Netflix dub and the original dub in a really expensive box set. I am buying Ooh. that. 
Good for you. <laughs> Maybe not the fancy. Like, there's got to be like a more there basic. Will be a, there will be a more basic one, but we don't know if the original ADV dub is going to be on that version. Oh, that wouldn't be fair. Anyway, no, if if we, like I said, it would be hilarious to jump in on the last yes, movie because, like, because it's very saw- deep by then. I only saw the first of the new movies, which is basically just like the first four episodes of the old series, better animated, yeah. and it bored the shit out of me, so I didn't watch any more. I mean, it definitely goes off the rails a bit uh, partway through the second one, uh, and then Way by off. the third one, it's just completely on a different set of tracks, entirely just barreling somewhere into space. Uh, so... So yeah, by by the fourth one, it bears only kind of a passing resemblance. Uh, but like I said, I'm I'm getting to that. Uh, I got to watch the third one when I was pet sitting for my parents on their enormous plasma TV because my dad's ridiculous. <laughs> no one has plasma so TVs. Would... I forget what they were good. Very nice colors. They're like huh? OLED levels of good Ooh. color stuff but uh but very expensive to produce and they have been supplanted by OLEDs for the most part hmm. but so, so anyway. please let us know listeners what what do you want us what do you want to see inflicted upon us <laughs> for my birthday and Rob's birthday yes yes although I, I will say that uh, Rob may have terrible terrible plans for Halloween yes oh okay <laughs> I I mean, oh, so many possible horror movies. Oh, it, it it's no horror movie, but uh there is great horror. I don't think I've gone off on a random tangent about anything lately that we haven't already covered because my most recent one was just getting like caring a lot about Gal Gygar again and we did mm. some Gal Gygar already. Oh, yeah, we could always go back to a random episode of that at some point, but... Ooh. <gasps> we could do one of the right. Mike Sounders. So, uh, oh, yeah. so until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. What is the thumping of this beating heart? It's a kitten. It's a kitten trying to get out. <laughs>